Hey, what's up? This is Mike Rinkwet, host of Rap Matters Podcast. And uh, today, got a pretty saucy episode. Um, I kind of go over my friend Eric's Effin' Rad Snowboard Podcast. Um, he did probably a month and a half ago now. With this lady, girl thing, I don't, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's Pat. Um, you know. <laughs> it is Pat. It's the same shit. Sam, same name. But um, it's the basically the little the little entitled narcissistic bitch that got Terry fired, of whom you know Donna backed. So we talk about Donna, we talk about her, and then we just take uh, some of our old favorites, like um, Dumb Pat and his fucking sidekick Stan, the guy with the fake name. Cool, right on. All right, and on with the show. Man, sit out if I'm going to feel uncomfortable. Just carry it and be there. Like he's the one who did something wrong and is making If Burton was ran by queer, disabled, black, trans women, you sound like Charlie Brown teacher to me. You're out of your fucking mind. So you're you're saying if Burton Burton Snowboards uh, was run ran by queer disabled black trans woman okay um what what's the difference between queer what is queer and 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 trans like queer and trans and lesbian and gay i mean everything they're every fucking letter in your your um acronymically confusing name uh okay so Again, queer, disabled, black, trans woman. I could see maybe some fucking queer bait running Burton. Maybe, maybe even a black woman queer bait that's also trans. What, what the fuck does that mean? But you know, you know where I'm just calling bullshit. I'm like, no fucking way. That would never disabled. Really, a disabled black queer trans woman is going to be running Burton that you think that would have an outcome that might have like, okay, let's just put it this way. I don't think if that entity of which probably doesn't even exist, um, if that entity was like running Burton back in the day, would we have gotten the, the Viking, the Burton Viking, that boot that was fucking like a game changer in the early nineties. Nope. Not at all. We, you know, it's like uh, they would have been so wrapped up in their intersectionality dog shit, just like you, that they never could have done a fucking job like just like you. And so it, it's um, let's see, it's it, it's insane how far you you've gotten to take this. And you know, here you are months later doing doing an interview. You know. And without the presence of Terrier either on the interview with Donna or this fucking dumb bitch is, is just crazy. It's like just taking this side and I mean, Eric on his podcast, he was crying with this dumb bitch a couple times. Like, I can't believe the mental baggage. It's like, dude, you're such a fucking softy. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but no, it's like, it's what's wrong with snowboarding. It's unvetted people that didn't even know that the price of admission would is a you know a pound of flesh. They just fucking just 
walked up and got in line, got an application, and fuck, a couple of years later, they're designing boards at Burton fucking snowboards. Um, and, and that that is just outrageous to me. Just thinking about all the, like, just, I don't know, really smart people I've ridden with over the years and that they are able to communicate their thoughts, their ideas. Uh, you know, they're not just some dumb fuck, you know, uh, like, fucking, I just want to get a big air and do some jibs. You know, I'm not talking about, I, I'm just talking about fucking smart people. And that's, like, the best of the best. I mean, you know, burdens are, are, you know, biggest and brightest, right? So you would assume, you know, guys like JG, you know, he's, he's, I think, clearly one of the best of the best. And, and the thought that you, like, this bitch is just limping along behind him, it's asinine. It really puts into perspective the fact that you know. Okay, here's here's uh, my thesis, as it were. I've had for I don't know twenty, maybe even thirty years. I've been saying this, and every, anybody that knows me, and you know, well enough to you know, get a fucking earful from me, which you know, I could have met you on the bus, but uh, they've heard parts of this, and it's that. The the problem with snowboarding, it, it, and this initial thing I'm saying isn't really the problem. It's what it leads to. The problem is the sport is so easy that anybody can do it. It's the only board sport of the three. You know, I wouldn't consider waterboarding a board sport, okay? Anybody could learn this, the sport, for the most part, in a weekend. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with being involved in a sport that might be initially, um, have, a, have a quick learning curve. The problem lies in that anybody can kind of get into the snowboard industry. And I used to say, you know, one day it's, it's going to backfire. Like... You know, I was um, living in Southern California at the time, working for Electric, and um, you know, I was just watching all the uh, big surf companies, you know, Quick, Billabong, whatever. Um, you know, the penny stock companies. Um, watching them, you know, basically they just kind of like around 2000 or 2005. There was just this whole kind of like new set of team managers from Southern California and they all I think they went to um, there was a snowboard team manager training academy at one of the surf shops in um, in uh, I don't know somewhere down there I can't think of any of the dumb names San Clemente maybe but um, you know and these kids were cool they surfed so there was part of the equation they got and they were dedicated to a sport um, uh, but they weren't snowboarders first, and they didn't, um, you know, what they knew of snowboarding was basically what they wrote and then later read from their own websites about their own team rider. You know, like, they didn't have any grasp of history, any grasp of, of anything at all. And I used to trip on that, but then the next set, or like, they just kind of got replaced with with just like team managers uh, you know the first dude that could fill out the application down there at the snowboard team manager training center in the uh, San Clemente surf shop um, you know the, it, it, it it's like there's no surf team or skate team on any of these brands that I'm talking about specifically that would 
hire a snowboarder to run their surf team or skate team. Never, ever. Their surf and skate teams are with basically, you know, vetted people that have been in their respective industries for you know, a decade or more, you know, for the most part. Um, people don't just slip into jobs like that. Like, the you know, the next step on that, when you just have these unvetted media fucking people for 20 fucking years, okay? You know, the fucking fat bridges um, just, you know, ripping around in the race car that me and my buddies built and let them take it for a cruise, but he just fucking took off and took all our trophies, too. I mean, he didn't earn one of them. Not only that, but he had the he had so much nerve, he picked up some fucking hitchhiker who didn't have shit to do with shit, and the guy's got a, a, a fake name, goes by a fake name, Stan, and just basically handed the whole pink slip to the car and all our fucking racing accolades. Now, this guy's running around. I mean, it, it's insane, and I, I'm... I'm going to be here. I'm going to watch you guys. And, you know, like, you know what I'm looking forward to is this summer is just sitting down, like, you know, just having a, a kind of a Netflix binge on um, on the last resorts with Stan. I'm going to watch every fucking episode, dude. I'm, I'm going to review them. I'm going to have a lot of fun with that because you are such a fucking kook. You know, it's like uh, my buddy John who ran the Audi dealership in Seattle, he was telling me how, like, you know, at one point he was just saying, you know, all these people are buying S4s and, you know, they're, and basically fucking, you know, wrapping them around fucking telephone poles and, you know, he was just saying, like, you know, the S4, you know, say back then, whatever, that it would just hold so good on a corner and, like, unbelievably good, but... When it finally broke, it fucking broke. And that thing, you know, was end over end for six times and shit like that. And so that's that's kind of like where Stan and Dumb Pat are now. They're just going end over end through the fucking woods. Um, you know, hopefully the, the cage in the middle stays together. But, um, dude, if you guys think I'm ever going to give up, Pat, you got fucking nothing Nothing to say at all. There's there's not one ounce of fucking ground you have to hold. You single handedly and, and like I'll I'll say this, you know, the, the, the magazines that, you know, give you these like, you know, fawning write ups and just adore you as you are the the czar of snowboarding culture and history. Yet not only did you like give just hand our entire sport to skiing. But, you know, just say, for example, you've never even contacted, like, Jeff Fulton, who, you know, that's, you know, how do you think fucking Craig Kelly learned to ride? Who, who do you think he bought his first board from? Who do you think he was emulating? And eventually, like, dude, that that's, that right there is so disrespectful. You know, when you came in in 03, 04, whenever the fuck it was. But anyways, I used to come in there and, and sit down with you or go to lunch. I don't know. I remember talking to you and just saying, why why does your magazine suck so fucking bad? I'm not even into surfing, but I can flip through a surf mag. Like, there is just this insistence to constantly be getting this, you know, new person, this, I, I, at the time I call it the, the, 
the never-ending search, the you know infinite search for the new baby Jesus. Because you know, baby Jesus, the old one, and Jesus that that shit ain't enough. We need new baby Jesus, you know, and and that was a constant, and it it basically created the whole what I call the catch and release snowboard pro of whom you know when they get caught uh, and uh, anointed pro rider. They're, you know, they expire in exactly 12 months from then. Doesn't matter if they have like 20 cover shots, do the gnarliest lines in Alaska ever. They have fucking 12 months and that's it. And if they're 18 and they peak as a rider at 30 and they're just ripping at 30, well, fucking, you know, good for you, but we're never going to feature you because, you know, we already, you know, put you through the meat grinder. Um, it was really weird, dude, because like, like, you're not a skater. Okay, so when you were growing up, Pat, you were growing up in the East Coast, you were like a little fucking fat little racer kid, um, you know, probably some fucking tight pants and little, you know, gaiters, and, you know, you had, probably had your fucking gate bashing shit, and that, that was snowboarding to you, you were into it and shit, you know, um, and then, and then that kind of got phased out by the, the rise of freestyle snowboarding, of which, whatever, and so it's like you, you know, kind of toss your hat in that ring, and you figured out, fucking, I got nothing on anybody on the West Coast. I'm a fucking joke. And you know, by the time you moved out west and kind of like created this new persona on your Route 66 drive, um, you know, you just—I I think you just started smoking a pack a day one day, and you know, you, you know, have this whole like. Uh, fucking man man on a buffalo look um and and okay let me mention this quick before i forget author you're fucking you put that like snowboarder magazine author and is it snowboarder or fucking slush and if it is slush that's the dumbest fucking name dude like that's just you know it's a leftover snow it's like it's like calling a restaurant leftovers basically um or calling a surf magazine just shitty chop uh, blown out, blow out. That would be a surf mag, you know, by the same connotation. Like whatever. Um, but but this whole persona that you've built out here, it, it's it's like the it's like you didn't you know, you, like I was saying in another episode, you you never even had like life changing powder. Probably till you're in your forties. I mean, how many nights? How many weeks? How many days of travel? How much effort? How much money have you spent? Like on rail missions, dude. Yet, you've never talked to somebody like Jeff Fulton. You probably never talked to Jose Fernandez or like, like, I would think Peter Bauer, because he's out and about a little bit, but like all those guys deserve a lot of respect, dude. Like, um, anyways, fucking, you know, you didn't do any of that because in your head, in everyone's head at this time, it was like, oh, Oh, you're a, a snow. Oh, you're the old snowboarder. Well, we are. We're the new ones. We do it on rails. It's gnarly, and um, you thought you were emulating skateboarding up there. You know, we're not emulating it. We're just uh, looking like it. You never really watched and learned, say, how an ollie works on a skateboard. Just really the the physics, the fundamentally you know things that gets everything working. Okay, you would just see a picture in a skateboard magazine of some, 
you know, maybe a skateboarder in a shifty, uh, like, and, and which is basically a fucking a powerful ollie, you know, uh, and just kind of torqued out to the side a little bit. You, you guys just saw that middle part that torqued out to the side, and you're like, I want to be like that, and and you didn't care how you got into it or how you got out of it. You just wanted that middle part to look like shifty. Say, you know, th- these younger pros, it's like they they. They need dudes to look up to. They need dudes to hang out with. Dudes that can, they can actually learn something from. They, you know, dudes that, you know, might talk to me and be like, have you been up to Valdez or Haynes? Yeah, both, man. Fucking, I flew with blah, blah, blah. You know, that's fucking valuable information that should be handed down to these kids. And, and there's no wonder why that side of snowboarding isn't, isn't, um, you know, flourishing in, in, a, in some senses. You know, it'll always flourish, but, uh, Dude, it's like you were just this big brother thing to everybody, but you worked in a magazine, dude, and everybody has to be nice to the magazine guy. They all want to be in the magazine. So there's such a false premise of friendships that you have. If you lost all your status in snowboarding and were working down the street, you know, so maybe once or twice in about a month, you might get a couple drunken calls. Hey, Bridges, what's up? We heard you got a shitty job. Yeah. Well, that's what every other snowboarder whose card expires ends up doing. And, you know, that's what bothers me because most of these guys have given pounds of flesh. Um, and, like, but you never have. I, I don't know. Fucking maybe you broke your leg. I, I, you know, I don't fucking know. But, like, certainly wasn't because you're pushing the envelope of the sport okay and yeah it's not that that's all that matters but right now it is because you know your credibility is is so low it's not even measurable um most people you know say are editor in a magazine for you know on average say two years they really at the most dude you were you you what you came in there like yeah I'll do it for a year you just fucking moved right in you held on to that fucking job like like it was a fucking life preserver dude um and it's it, you know towards the end you know why you didn't just let it go eight years ago is because you know just you were just fueling your job and that was it dude like that that was it stamp like substandard. You know, people said, you know, you might even like him. You know, he's, I, I've heard you're a funny chap. You know, you got your little uh, stand-up thing. That That's such a cool story you have to share, you know. Cool. That That's really cool that, you know, the guy running the biggest magazine is like, you know, that's, you know, what he, what advice he can give to younger pro. You, you have nothing to say, nothing to give. Uh, you know, it, it, well, you have, you guys have all given the sport away to skiers for the last 20 years. And what do I mean by that? Um, you know, no other sport, like, say, that uh, shares the area with surfing or skateboarding just takes all our names of tricks. Even shit that has no, you know, doesn't apply in any way, shape, or form. Like, skiers call shit frontside, backside. That's the dumbest shit in the fucking world. But it's like... You guys just kind of stood by, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's cool, fucking blah, 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 blah. You know, and, you know, just like you stood by, you know, this Terrier is just getting dragged under the fucking bus or dragged under a Trans Am 
by fucking like this stupid fucking entitled bitch out of Burton. You know, um, if you're gonna run a magazine for twenty years, it, you know, it's kind of like then you're you can you know you're the self-appointed like czar of snowboarding, and not only that, but you know, you've also anointed the the voice of snowboarding to to your fucking little gray buddy um stan and it's like anything before them they feel you know they didn't draw any influence from from anything else it's like they think they invented a sport or something and you know the one thing that floors me and um may incite me to boot you in the fucking balls one day just out of the blue um, is is how both you and Stan and, and this really, you know, not only did you just kind of like, you know, just take off with our fucking race car we lent you, and you know, t- you know, take <laughs> it's ridiculous. But the, the one that, that pisses me off even more than that is, um, you know, look at the situation with uh with Terry and Burden. Yeah, you can you can hear it in these interviews. You can hear this fucking crazy bitch. They were they kind of had their backs against the wall in that they had to appease this fucking stupid fucking person. Um, and Pat, you you're the head of the magazine. I mean, let's you know, for lack of a better way to put it, I'd hate to put you up on this in any way, shape, or form this pedestal, but like. In a way, it's like Thrasher, but Thrasher's way, just, there's no comparison really, but just in a way, in that, you know, Jake Phelps ran that industry for fucking good 25, 30 years, but he ran it with a fucking iron fist. He wouldn't let, what what you did with with Terry, by just, turn your back on him, just letting him go down, you're the biggest fucking piece of shit in, in all of this, just for that. Stan, you too. Anybody in the media. And that Torment fucking dude, the guy that like his last company, um, believe he had a film company uh, with a r- upside down rainbow for a logo called Tranny. Hmm. That's, that's cool. That's really um, thinking about like all these fucking, you know, voiceless fucking people. Maybe people don't have a voice for a fucking reason. Maybe because they're an idiot. Like, you, you know, um, Pat, more than anyone, you you've betrayed the sport, like everything about snowboarding, in by just letting this go down, not putting your foot down. Oh, I couldn't because what you're so what wrapped up. You're doing the the some what, it, what did you do some voiceover work for the fucking stupid documentary last month that came out that was. You know, the documentary that came out 20 years too early. I mean, that that's like such an overplay. Like, uh, anyways, so because you did that and what you don't want to like, what's your fucking deal? Did you, this is what it tells me 100% and anybody listening, let it be known. Let it be clear. Pat Bridges has not a fucking thought for what's good in the long run for snowboarding at all. He's only after what's good for him in the moment. And 
you you prove that by your inaction with Terry. Are you fucking kidding me? That guy, every time he fucking stepped on a snowboard, everybody gained. Whether it was uh, the lift op that just happened to see him fucking ride up and probably do something rad off in the distance, <clears throat> even though he's working as a lift op, the photographer, the organizer, the content, like everybody gained, every, including you, Pat. Fucking piece of shit, dude. Seriously. That's like, you're, you're just, I, I think of your stupid face with your fucking beardo and I, I just, there's a big red X over it. You know, and I, I get it that a lot of people can't speak up. Like, uh, a lot of people have different contracts on the line or different this, Pat, you're the fucking media guy. You, you don't do this. You you don't just bow like this. And like, it's like, I feel like this is like some weird episode of like, I almost got away with it. And you're the guy that almost got away with like taking, taking an entire industry. And I'm calling bullshit. And I will fucking, you know, put myself down. I, you know, I'm going to fuck you up in the long run, dude. If you don't get the fuck out of snowboarding, seriously. Um, because of your absolute disdain, egregious uh, inaction on the, the Terrier issue. And like, okay, so he gets dropped by Burton because some fucking little weirdo homo inside is like, <laughs> not me. Like, fuck her. Okay. That's Donna. That's that, that's a, a whole different situation. You're out of that situation. But what you went and did what? Uh, like, what the fuck, dude? Seriously? Like, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't matter what you've ever done for Burton in the past, but it tells everybody, black and white, you have no business being in charge of anything in snowboarding if you are going to not only allow Terry to get thrown under the bus on your watch, um, but you also just gave our entire sport to skiing. No matter how the fuck you look at it, dude, I will, I'll debate you on this one. I'll, I'll like, fuck you. You think um, Jake Phelps would have ever just let, like, the entire language of skateboarding and all that, like, just, you know, let uh, rollerbladers take it? I mean, at least rollerbladers, like, in time, respected skaters, whereas skiers just disrespect us the entire industry and and it's it's just laughable that a, just just big stupid softy like you was left in charge during all this shit you know i had to fucking walk away move to hawaii almost um just to like because it was driving me nuts and and you know i was you know over 18 so nobody fucking heard me anymore and you know it's kind of like children of the corn out there um and but at the same time dude if you listen to me back then it, this, this everything things would be a lot different right now you might have a spine you would have ridden powder probably 10 years earlier than you did i mean sure everybody fucking goes off the fucking cat track and does a little slash oh, i rode pow fuck that word anyways um powder with a hard r uh, and it's like, 
you know, you're out on doing rail missions at night. And when you do snowboard, you do these stupid fucking hand plants that any ass hat could fucking learn in about 20 minutes or some like antiquated, you know, weird carving shit. It's like, basically it's just a, a cover up for the fact that you can't actually ride for shit. And like, you expect to have anybody's respect in this sport? What, just because what? You're 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 so concerned with with the overall history, the the culture, but you're just gonna let Terry get down in flames. And again, Burton may or may not have had their reasons. That's that's just solely on them. That's them. You're the medium guy. You're the guy that was supposed to stand up a year ago and be like, Hey, hey guys. Let's mellow the fuck out on this. This is ridiculous. Terry isn't bigot. He isn't this. Maybe he was a dick to some of you kids, but maybe you kids are a little fucking soft. And, you know, maybe you need somebody to be a dick to you. And, you know, when when you're as good as him, you can be a dick. That's it. Fuck you. Figure it out. And, Pat, you're, you got no nothing on anything. You can't be a dick to anybody. Uh, and, like, it's like... He, your the purity or lack of purity of your soul for caring for the sport of snowboarding and all that is in the fucking urinal right now. Because I mean, straight up, if it, you know, let, let's look at, at skateboarding. You know, Hosoi gets busted like it gnarly, fucking going through the airport with like what pound of meth or some shit, sweating bullets. You know, he just you know he got caught and. Get, ends up getting thrown in jail or prison um and you know to to some degree you know tony hawk was writing to the judge that sentenced him basically just saying that you know he's more of an asset to the sport like he was such an asset to the sport of skateboarding that the entire sport stood up for him when that happened and yeah that's wrong what he was doing but like you know let's get him straight and they took care of him take him under the wing you know, same with Cardiel and he got hurt, you know, like a lot of people stepped up for him and that's the love that's missing in snowboarding because of fuckers like you, Pat grow a fucking spine, get the fuck out of here and move back East. Hey, wanted to give a little thanks to those of you who have PayPal me a little something, something. I appreciate it. And, uh, it helps. I'd get pulled into a group to review something with a diversity and inclusion lens. I don't see any black people or people of color, or I don't see any representation of a queer family. Or where are you looking? Are you looking at the scariest? Like you, you work. You did say that you worked in Vail for three years, and you're still looking. For these people of fucking color or the queer family in like Vale, you lived there for three years, you dumb fuck. Like, what, what were you doing there? I mean, dude came out as gay, and and then he's like, you know, kind of like big deal. And and you know, to be honest, and I know everyone's like, oh yeah, that's what the fucking homophobe misogynists say. But you know what? Yeah, I guess we got to say something, right? So here we go. Uh, but you know, fucking in. It, Norway, it's a different fucking world of, as far as like, you know, say 1981, Norway was one of the first countries in the world to have a, like, anti-discrimination law, you know, including sexual 
orientation and all this shit that we're grappling with right now. They fucking got over this shit decades ago. They put it to rest and they just carried on as a society and one day some skiers trying to fucking drum up some shit about himself because he's fucking probably sucks. And fucking hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. Hey everybody, I'm gay. Hello. Yay. You're so good, you're so brave. Yay, good job. So what he fucking called some said skier speculated that skiers all skiers are gay. And to to his defense, it might be true. It might be po- it's uh possible, not likely, highly unlikely. Uh, maybe even impo- uh, not impossible, but like it's not like he's saying the moon was made of cheese or something. I mean, that's like, come on, dude, fucking, that's ridiculous. Um, but to say that I thought all skiers were gay, he could think that. Who, like, who fucking cares? And what if they all were gay and he was right? Would you still be offended? Yeah, of course you would. I, I like how she's just so. Um, she's very possessive. Of Burton snowboards, like yeah, he didn't align with our values. I don't think there was a single out gay man or any out trans people. Trans people. There were a trans people. Trans people. Trans people. There were a few lesbians. I found something that doesn't align that makes it hard for me to do my job. Like, how does that work? What? What doesn't align? Like, say. Was it hard to be a roofer in July as a woman? Is that is that what you meant? Like they had you up on the roof, putting in solar panel. Like, what do you mean it was hard? Made it hard to do your job? Did here we go. Like he shouldn't have been invited to that. He shouldn't have been if his values didn't align. The family tree line being gender neutral that goes against our inclusivity. Like just the way she says everything, it goes against our inclusivity. Like she said, she's so proud of like, uh, just really, really hammering it. Kind of like, oh, this is a good one too. I mean, they're all fucking. They're beautiful. It's beautiful. We think we're holding ourselves to to be more inclusive. Here's what Eric had to say in a message to me. As he said, I heard he was up. I was upset about the the thing, and it's like, dude, it's not just me. It's like fucking the shoulders of which you stand upon in Canada, like Alan Clark and and these guys that fucking have given pounds of flesh to this sport and are really good friends with with Terry. You know, fucking. It's like you're shitting on them. You're standing on their shoulders and taking a shit. That's what you're doing. And so here's what he had to say in a message. Uh, here you go. She told me several times that what happened to him was not what she wanted to happen and not what should have happened. The divide between the two sides seems exaggerated and perpetuated by language shortcuts and assumptions. It's odd that... um. He sounds like a fucking computer voice now. It's really weird. Uh, no. Um, so, um, you know, I, I don't want to rip into Eric because I, I think he's a good guy. I just think he, you know, it was like the first time kind of like touching, you know, sitting at the big boys table. And he just, he, he fucked up, dude. He really did. And you try to excuse it away like 
it's uh, the divide between two sides exaggerated, blah, 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 by length. No, dude. Don't drag dog shit into the sport. That, I mean, the beauty, the, the coolest part about it, about snowboarding, is you can have some fucking, you know, someone like uh, Transamp on coming on, uh, sitting on the chairlift at night, just going up alone and see a sweet method air coming out of the end of the pipe. You know, most people are going to go, fuck yeah, when they see good method air. Um, it might even be a Trump supporter. You don't know. You know, you might even go up the lift with them and uh, talk shop about your fucking bindings and, and how much forward lean you have, you fucking, fucking retards. You think she's the best one for the job. She came in and made gender-neutral boards, which is the dumbest shit in the fucking world. It's a paint job, bitch. Like, really? Really? Uh, yeah, what if, you know, there's a guy out there that's 140 pounds or a girl... Who fucking cares? I don't know. Fucking let them figure it out. But, you know, this goes back way, way back. Decades. I mean, I've been saying this line fucking probably since the 90s when I just saw this explosion of not just growth in the sport, but growth in the industry. And I just started to notice, like, wow, the people kind of like the making up of the industry, they're not like some hardcore snowboarders that you might see out on a ridgeline one day hiking you know like say and like donna what the fuck are you doing seriously what the fuck are you doing back to my theory of you know when just anybody can snowboard you know over a weekend and that equates to anybody can kind of get into the snowboard industry and i used to say you know one day it's it's going to backfire like because these normies don't have that do or die fucking blood in them. They haven't given pounds of flesh to something. They haven't, they, you know, they just assume work at the local fucking, you know, Kia dealership is, they would a snowboard company or something. Like, there's no, uh, there's no love, you know, and that's, that's what our sport is lacking. It's got a bunch of feigned love by people that just basically did dog shit for the sport, like Pat Bridges, Fat Pat Bridges. I mean, who the fuck is that guy? I mean, seriously, like, talk about a persona, man, like, that guy, like, you know, I don't know, maybe on his drive, uh, Route 66 out west to get his fucking snowboarder. You know, he probably came in there, yeah, I'll work here for a year. That, that's what happens when you leave something for a generation. Two decades just fucking ripping our car around and taking all the credit and all the while fucking snowboarding as a culture of which you self-proclaim to be the czar of and also self-anoint in a point like the voice of snowboarding to it, it's the reason somebody like Stan can get in is because you're already in it's kind of like uh, you know there's an old you know saying even though I've just heard it recently um, if, if you know if, if you're a badass at some point in your life a certifiable badass had to have kind of said you're badass you know somebody else maybe you know the Marlboro Man or some shit like that sees you fucking getting gas one day and can just tell you're fucking badass it's like that's how uh, it's like you gotta be a certifiable kook to allow 
another certifiable kook in. And, you know, you, you're running a fucking racket down there, um, Pat. I mean, I, I, that's as safe an option as you're ever going to get is your buddy Stan. And because you can tell him what to do and this and that. And it's like... Uh, it's just ridiculous. It's it, just call bullshit, and I'm gonna call bullshit on it for a while. And guess what? People are gonna start listening to me, even though I'm fucking crazy. I'm right. Um, it sucks. It sucks for you guys that you didn't plan on me getting a microphone. That's that's like you know the snowboarding industry's biggest mistake is we never thought Ranko would get his shit together and just buy a microphone and pay some podcast fucking hosting service to you know host his shit you know it's not too fucking hard um, because that uh, you guys have no credibility such a lack of credibility it's not even funny it's like you guys are like the toxic mortgage bundled up mortgages you know like all, all you guys just bundled all together and you, you're just toxic to the sport because somebody like Pat sold our sport down the river as a fucking youth sport um, rail uh, what do you call it I mean, the, the reason the rails were so popular when Pat came in and, and the reason he just pumped it and nothing else is basically it resembles skateboarding more and might trick the advertisers into thinking that it is a youth sport, of which it wasn't at that point. But he insisted on it. I would ask him, why does your magazine suck, dude? Like, straight up. And he would tell me it's basically written for kids, and that's who's, you know, the snowboard writer. And I'd just be like, no, no, it's not, dude. It's like 2002. Um, no, people are, you know, people are growing up. They're not 14. It's not a youth market. It's not. And, you know, Pat, you remember those conversations? I remember several of them that we had. And one or two dudes from Transworld over the years. And I, I would rail these guys because. They basically got into their little seats of power and just pretended as if anything before them didn't exist. And so from there on, they are the leaders of the new thing. Like, oh, the old snowboarding? <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> We're doing the new snowboarding where we go down rails and, you know... And pretend we're fucking gangsters and all this just horrible shit. That that wasn't good for the sport. There's nothing good for the sport. Um, it may it just it may just perpetually look like we're like I draw influence from skating. I try to emulate skateboarding, but not on on that level. It, it's like. That's like some fucking weird shit, dude. And, you know, that's what you pushed at the expense of every other facet of the sport. Free riding. Like, like you know. You know, and, and also the fact that, like, you know, all these fucking, like, that's when the Catch and Release Pro program started. Where dudes, instead of, like, you know, working for uh, 10 years doing contests and coming up and they get this kind of like a couple, two, three, five, eight year career. It was 12 months and uh, the second that fucking, that shit expires, you're never coming back no matter how good you are. You know, so you can be fucking 16 when you get that card. In fact, if you do get one and you're a teenager, just hand it back to the dude and say, I don't, I don't want this yet. Um, 
just wait a couple of years so you're writing better and <laughs> you're ready for it because you only get 12 months in this shit and then you're done. You could have 20 cover shots in that 12 months, but you're done afterwards. And that, that's, you know, that's, um, that the insistence of somebody running a magazine that just constantly just wanted to see new stuff. I just, you know, fuck it. Oh, do you see that one? You know, do you see that kid, Icky Kaka from Finland? He does the sickest fucking switch back lips, man. Fucking. So, oh, he broke his ankle? Uh, that sucks. What about, what about his neighbor? Um, yeah. Yeah, that guy, fucking, yeah, we'll just take him, uh, you know, and that's just how it went, it's like, names came and went, you know, faster than fucking, I don't know, <laughs> faster than uh, the the Russians are finding defeat in Ukraine, you know, like, it, it it's, it's insane, and you, you poisoned the fucking sport, dude, you really did, Pat, I, I mean that, I, like, with all honesty, I, I put a lot of it on you. Just because, like, there are all these articles written about you in, like, these big magazines and other sport magazines. And the way they, they just, each one just adds more bullshit to the last bullshit that the last guy read. And none of them are, you know, you know, journalists these days, I mean, if you can even call it that, is it's just fanboys. Hey, that's what Stan is. That's what fucking, that's what, uh... What do you call it? That's what Eric is. He's a fanboy. Yeah, I'm a fanboy of certain things, but not snowboarding. Um, I love snowboarding, but I'm just not on that level. But I do understand it because I do geek out in other arenas. So, like, I do have an appreciation for it. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I do think it's a bad thing if you are, you know, say to be like a, a kind of a journalist and trying to get to the bottom of these stories and it's more like, you know, oh, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Me too. Oh, that's so cool. I always knew you liked purple. Um, that's like our journalists. And, you know, say, so Pat gets, gets all these, you know, articles written up. Never once in any of them did he just say, hey, you know, Thanks, but uh, you know it wasn't all me. There was uh, there's a lot of people before me that that built the platform I'm on. Never once have you ever even tried to contact somebody like Jeff Fulton, which really is like you know the the closest thing we have to Jerry Lopez, um, the the greatest you know of all time. You know, say uh, you know Craig. Uh, he emulated Jeff as much as he could, and he emulated me, and he emulated other people around him, but he developed a style that, like, everybody around the world emulated as well. So it's like, there's, uh, you know, to, to, to be this czar of snowboarding culture and not have contacted Jeff Fulton in, what, the 20 fucking years you've been doing this shit, dude? Really? Is there you're just going on, like... Like, you know, once you discovered powder when you're like 40 or whatever the fuck that was, that's when like the magazine started coming back around in a way. And then you lost it anyway. So, you know, it was just a race to the bottom at that point. And, uh, but it, it's like, yeah, you go on all these posh powder, like going up to fucking boldface. What are you talking about? Fucking. Talk about a fucking uh, narrative they're running. Jesus Christ, man. That that's Talk about some dog shit, you know. Um, but anyways, you know, you're up there just fucking gallivanting around. And 
all the while, like any pros that you were like riding in the cat with, they're bummed you're in the cat, dude, because you're so fucking slow. Or maybe these new pros are just really nice to you because you know, after all, you are the magazine guy. They have to be nice to you. Do you guys get that? That people kind of have to be nice to you in the second. You guys wouldn't have a role in any of this. Um, they just stop talking to you. You know, maybe a couple of them are, you know, checking on you every couple months. You, you get another job? Fuck, oh. Yeah, you just go home and uh, get a shitty job just like every other snowboarder that had their one-year card expired. That's what happens. And instead, you guys are on powder trips. Well, guys like Jeff Fulton that, you know, say really gave themselves to this fucking sport. You don't think to invite him up. You don't, you know, the the reason Craig even snowboards. And, you know, I bring him up because, you know, um, you guys worship the land he, he walks on or walked on or you think where he died or whatever. I mean, that, that Craig's Cross, that's dog shit. That's just a marketing tool for fucking... Uh, cat skiing company of which was his third second or third or fourth one that craig had invested in and you know as he always said fucking it, he would have done it in washington if it was legal like he just couldn't do it there bald pay he didn't go up and just be like this is the best terrain on the planet no it's good terrain but it, it, it's not end all be all it's no valdez you know um it's it was cool that you guys just have your thing. I, I fucking until you started using that cross as like you know a marketing tool, which it is. That's it. And so you know, Pat, you're up there enjoying those fucking neck deep trips, making everybody wait, but no one's gonna call you out, dude, because they want to be in the magazine. You know, kind of like the drug dealer. You'll sit you'll sit in a club with a drug dealer and listen to him talk about anything. You know, if he's got the drugs that you want to continue to abuse that night. And that's basically what, you know, you guys are like drug dealers in that form. In that, you know, unless you're providing something and it, it just sucks. It sucks that it's come to this. It's come to me having to, you know, go learn how to put up a web page and all this shit on my own. Just to be able to say, dude, you guys are such fucking kooks. You guys are going to figure out how to get snowboarding back on track before the other two way better, uh, way more <laughs> formed board sports just fucking kick you out of their club. Just like, fuck you, man. Because he, you're, you've done nothing but take, and now you've given... Our entire culture to fucking skiers. That's about it. Um, and so, at the end of the day, back to my theory, when you get just normal people coming in the industry, you get, like, Pat. I mean, I don't know. You, hardcore snowboarder. I don't know. Like, what is that? Like, somebody rides 12 days a year? And what? So, the other 353, what are you? You know, you got to be something those days. Um, it's just... You guys don't have uh you didn't build it you don't give a shit you're just so stoked to be in this cool position of which you know it, you didn't want anybody that was say there before you because like 
<laughs> fucking walk all over you. What you did with the sport was asinine, and I was calling it out all the the entire time. And it was like a you know the train wreck, the slow motion train wreck that I didn't want to watch. You know, I I really didn't, and ha- I was forced to watch it just so I could see the outcome. So eventually, one day, I could buy a microphone and get a podcasting service to fucking put up my shit check some boxes and just have to call you out because you guys are fucking idiots and you're all in on this and everyone like not everyone you know most people just they just want to fucking snowboard they don't care about gender neutral fucking snowboards it's a paint job if you like the board you don't like the paint job get some fucking stickers or some spray paint if you're a chick and you're on the dude's board I don't know just fucking you know paint a rainbow on it I don't fucking know what you paint but I thought it was all social construct anyway so it's like what the fuck huh like throw that in the mix and you know it's it's so ridiculous this world that um that you're now thrust has been thrust upon this fucking this sport that just wants to cruise really um we're just uh yeah, you don't worry about shit like that, you know? I found something that doesn't align that makes it hard for me to do my job. Yeah. It doesn't align that makes okay. it hard for me I, to do my I, job. Yeah. And I found something that I love doesn't the, align. Uh, I found something. Oh, really? You found something? You must have been looking for it because, you know, if you just happen to... You know, see something, but like I found something. Oh, finally found something. You know, that's exactly what you're looking for at all times. It's something that doesn't align with what you think. And let's hear it again. I found something that doesn't align that makes it hard for me to do my job. Yeah, really? And what makes I'm what's told, so hard hey, to do your job? Found something that doesn't align. Like, I want gender and I, I, how is it? How is that hard to to do? And how how is like Terry a fucking threat? And you know I'm not even going to his uh, his credentials as a fucking uh, a Lezo lover. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to mention that. Fucking, it's just ridiculous because you know when you do or he did or other people have, it's just batted down. It's like no matter what, you never say sorry ever to these people. Never apologize. Ever. Just tell them to fuck right off. Fire them. Get them the fuck out of our industry. And let's start getting some core people that really care about snowboarding that will put the the culture and sport of snowboarding first. You know, somebody like, I don't, I don't know. How was that fucking Hirano kid? Like, he, like, the Japanese, like, they deserve that gold medal just because of how they've, uh, They've respected the sport of snowboarding for decades. They don't, you know, it's like the the whole thing of like, say, younger people fucking like, you know, try like comparing like this guy back then what he was doing fucking got nothing on his fucking nineteen eighty. It's like the fuck. It's like when you're just adding 180s to something every year. That's all you're doing. You're just doing another 180. It's the meat of it has been done. You know, you're just like throwing some gravy on it and claiming it at that point. And 
wondering why people of previous generations couldn't ride like that. I mean, if they rode today, what would they do? do, 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 do? A good rider in any era will, would have been a good rider in any era. Would they be the biggest standout maybe that they were in their era? Maybe, maybe not. Who Depends on who they shot with that day. But a good rider is going to be a good rider in any generation. And, like, sports like skateboarding and surfing, they don't they don't do that. They don't compare Jerry Lopez to you know, these Brazilians that are fucking, you know, taking over their fucking sport right now. They don't they don't compare them because it's just a ridiculous comparison. Um yeah, performance-wise, but like you know, when when you're in a sport like this, it is it's like you know, open source code. You know, you're you you bring something out, you you twist it up, you fucking, you know, you do it, switch, whatever, add your twist to it, and you just throw it back in the mix, and someone else is going to pick that up, and, you know, it's not, uh, it's nothing other than, you know, you're adding on to something that was already built, and, again, to, 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 uh, to draw these comparisons, like, you know, oh, like, Damien Sanders compared to fucking Mark McMorris. I mean, it's a joke. That guy fucking... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fucking, I'm sure. But, like, uh, it, you, you have to appreciate what was before you. It, it's ridiculous. It's like looking at a fucking car in 1920 and being like, yeah, the car today just blow them away and dismissing what that car did at the time and, and the fact that that of which it did at the time led to that of which you are doing now. And without that, there'd be a whole piece missing or filled in by somebody else that didn't have the same intent with their the the tricks or that of which they were like adding to. And, you know, it comes off differently, but like it just so happens, you know, the the early uh purveyors of snowboarding and writers of blueprint of snowboarding and the people that put the cornerstone down for this fucking building like we're, we're pretty well disciplined and not you know it, it, it being about the sport giving to the sport making the sport better not the individual and that's that's what we need to see i mean this this chick is so fucking high um yeah this is great the family tree line being gender neutral. That's the family tree line being gender neutral. That's goes against our inclusivity. Gender neutral. That's goes against our inclusivity. And I will go down swinging. I will. Don't don't fucking don't cross me. We need some big thinkers, some big uh just some bigger people in the sport that give a fuck. And if you're gonna bring someone back, make sure who you're bringing back um, that you didn't once call them names of which if heard right now everybody would consider you and anybody that worked for your company like racist as fucking fuck and yeah it's just a joke people get your shit together quit virtue signaling quit putting up fucking tokens quit it's a fucking sport nobody cares you know, we put goggles on and face. You can't even see each other. And so it's like, just LARP away and leave all all this dog shit behind. And, and everything should be based off merit, data, like writing. And that's it. And, you know, 
Yeah. All right. Well, fucking eight. That was fun. God damn, I feel better. Okay. Good night. Okay, when you start to hear that, that's pretty much uh, signifying the end of uh, Rad Matters. Again, brought to you by Tello Snowboards. Pretty much the best fucking boards in the world, bitches. And my unwavering wit. I'm funny as hell. I hate myself, and I want to die trying to make the world a better place for, I don't know, for someone at some point, but definitely not the uh, the crew that's snowboarding right now. I tried to make the world a better place, and they fucking blew it.